0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards, and this is Stocks FC World Cup Show. And I gotta ask, is your blood pressure, is your heart rate down? Because we just experienced one of the greatest games that I have ever seen. Probably the greatest game that I have ever witnessed. You know, so today, I just want to kind of wrap everything up. It is the World Cup. It is over. We have finished it and we have tied. You know, We have closed that chapter and it is time to look at what did we just witness? What did we just experience together? And maybe just a little bit of what can we look forward to in the years to come? But the stage was set, right? The stage was set. We got to the semifinals. We were looking at Argentina, Croatia, France, Morocco. And if you're like me, and maybe a lot of other people, you looked at those four teams. And for most people, it was a pretty interesting matchup if we could get Argentina versus France. Like that is what I think a lot of people wanted to see. And Saturday came and went. I was set up at a card show in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And I actually had the game on a TV behind me watching Croatia, Morocco. And I was so uh, impressed with how many people, you know, who had no, no take in soccer did not care whatsoever came in and they would be like, Oh, I thought that game was on tomorrow. And I said, Oh, this is a third place game. Yeah. You, you want that game tomorrow. Cause that game tomorrow is Argentina, France, but huge shout out to Croatia for winning third place and beating Morocco, but huge shout out to Morocco too, finishing fourth, uh, you know, highest, the highest, highest finisher of any African nation ever. So kudos to them. But, but really all eyes were on this game, this game of, Argentina versus France. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the image of Messi and uh, Mbappe there. If you're listening, you know I've got the World Cup in the center. I've got Messi on the left and Mbappe on the right. And really, the the build up to this game was was pretty big. You know, a lot of the storylines. You know, Messi. It's his fifth World Cup. Is he finally gonna get the World Cup that he that he that he's been searching for? Mbappe. He's 23. He turns 24 on December 20th. So maybe you're listening to this and it's Mbappe's birthday. I don't know. But but it, you know, could he have two World Cups before he's 24? That would be incredible. You know, what are the teams going to look like? There was, you know, reports of illness, you know, going through the French camp and what would that was gonna look like? And and the buildup seemed to be really big. And and one of the things that concerns me when you get to a game of this magnitude is that the buildup, you know, the hype that kind of precedes the game, it never kind of reached, you know, the the game itself never kind of reaches the hype that was before the game. And, and that was simply not the case in this game. You know, you know, I thought, you know, the hype was coming up, you know, you know, how is this game going to live up to all the expectations and this game This game did, you know, this was the greatest game that I, you know, just the emotions, the ebbs, the flows. Like I was just, I was captivated and I didn't even have a stake in the game. You know, I was not team Argentina. I was not team France. I was team. I just want to watch a phenomenal game. And I had the opportunity to watch with some really, really close friends of mine who are not soccer fans are not you know they 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 kind of are casual fans and and they invited us over to the game and and so we went and they were just emotionally invested you know you watched Argentina jump up to 2-0 and once they figured out you know Messi at 35 this could be his first one they're kind of cheering on Messi and then Mbappe comes back you know with the the two goals in what, 93 seconds, he gets the penalty. And then that beautiful volley, you know, in the, in the 80th and, you know, close to the 80th minute. And now you have 10 minutes to go and it's tied 2 two. You're looking at the crowds. France is, is going crazy. Argentina you know they're already kind of emotionally you know charged and and you're starting to see tears roll down and then in extra time Messi gets that goal and they're up 3-2 and then the penalty and Mbappe gets his hat trick you know we're going back and forth I you know my I was standing I was sitting I was standing I was sitting you know it was just a game that you just were you pulled along with right and you didn't know how it was going to end. Then you get the penalty kicks. You know, Mbappe makes his penalty kick. Messi makes his, and then it comes down to your team. You know, your goalies in the team, and and Argentina wins the World Cup. And this iconic image, and I love this image. And if you're you're listening, this is the uh, uh, the Messi holding the go- the golden ball as the you know the 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 most valuable player of the tournament. But but he's also kissing the world cup trophy. You know, after four tries on his fifth try, he's able to win the world cup for Argentina. And for me, it took a really long time. I was, I was really excited for a very, very long time after it. I couldn't, I couldn't put into words what I saw. And, and to me, yeah, it's me. I'm just going to say it was the greatest game that I've ever had the chance of, of watching. And, and I don't know. I mean, it lived up to all the hype, all the storylines. You know, it was just absolutely incredible. And then it got to me to think, you know, as we look at the World Cup as a whole, how does this look? How does how do we break this all down? Not only from a, a fan perspective, but we also want to take a look at it from a hobby perspective. And so I, I brought up the sales volume. Uh, There's a sales total uh, of of messy cards this comes right from his index and and I, you know it goes it starts on the 11th uh, 11 19 so november 19th day before the world cup starts and runs all the way till the 18th and i thought it was just interesting as as really the first big Tournament, The first World Cup with kind of the, the change of the, the hobby over the past four years, it was really interesting to see just kind of the, the ebbs and flows of sales totals as we look at this, you know, and I, and I kind of put some points of, of reference on there. You see some peaks of, of messy sales during the tournament. Uh, you saw a big peak as they beat Australia in the round of 16. You see another peak as they, as they take out Croatia but really just looking at what the sales volume did after the World Cup. I mean, it just goes north and it doesn't seem to stop. So, I, you know, I, I think I learned a lot and I hope you did too throughout the, the course of the tournament, just seeing, you know, when people were, were willing to purchase messy cards or, or players who had performed well and, and maybe when you could have kind of purchased them for, you know, a price that was more conducive to what you wanted to spend. Uh, but we definitely saw some ebbs and flows throughout the tournament. Just a couple that I want to highlight, you know, as the market has changed quite rapidly or and, and differently since the middle of summer of 2022, I thought it was interesting. I, I wanted to pull up uh, a couple autos of Messi just to kind of see where prices were at. Now, this is 2014 Panini Prism uh, PSA 9 auto. Uh, this sold May 5th. So May 5th, it sold for $3,600. Uh, So really healthy sale there back in May, uh, May 5th, October 16th, the same PSA nine sold for $1,920. And then after the world cup, we had two fixed prices. Uh, One sold for $3,000 as a fixed price and another one sold for $3,499 and 99 cents fixed price. So this is back to, you know, I mean, we're just a hundred dollars below where the prices of of this PSA 9 were in May. So pretty healthy sales here post the World Cup. And and similar to that, you also see this is 2019, 2020. This is uh, Messi's red refractor auto out of 10. So extremely uh, low numbered. Uh, They're both PSA 9s, but it sold April 23rd for $4,250. And then it sold post the World Cup final, post the win for Argentina for $4,550. Now there's been a lot of talk about, you know, the market as a whole and and then as prices start to dip and 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 here you're not seeing that. You're you're seeing you're seeing some some movement upwards. Uh, you're seeing some positive gains in some of his low-numbered auto stuff, uh, as well as his 2014 Prism. Uh, but you're seeing movement uh, based on accomplishment. He has that World Cup. Uh, he won the most valuable player of the tournament. And so uh, a lot of things you can see are going northwards as wise. But it doesn't just have to be the autos. You know, I, I do, I picked the the pink laser here out of 2021, 2022. This is the uh, Dunras, uh, uh Road to Qatar. This is his pink laser out of $25, it is a PSA 10. It sold July 30th as a pop one for $320. Fast forward to after the World Cup final, it sold for $789. So over double uh, of what you could have bought it for July 30th, $789. Almost $800 for a PSA 10 pink laser out of 25 uh, and then finally, the World Cup prism, uh, the 2022 World Cup prism. I think we do need to talk about this a little bit as well, because you saw steadily throughout the tournament as Argentina went deeper and deeper into the tournament. Uh, you know, certain prism cards, not all, but certain prism cards just contend- continued to rise as the tournament progressed. So to case in point, December 9th. So, you know, just just nine days before the final. Uh, his blue wave out of one ninety nine. These are all raw sales. Blue wave prism out of one ninety nine sold for two hundred dollars on a best offer. Fast forward to December thirteenth. Uh, that same, you know, that that same blue wave out of one ninety nine uh, sold for two hundred and thirty dollars. And then finally on December seventeenth, it sold for three hundred dollars. And then after the World Cup final, after December eighteenth, on December eighteenth, it sold for. Now, if you're like me, you know, if you're like me, this happened and and you just fall into that idea of, I need to go out and buy Messi. You know, everything in my brain is saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now is not the time to buy, but you want to be a part of this, right? Maybe that's just me, but you just feel like, hey, this would be a great opportunity to buy a card of Messi as he's won the World Cup. Now, I know it's probably not the best time to buy, but I still really, really want to buy. And it took a lot of kind of self-control to say, you know what, maybe just wait a little bit. You can always get a card. You can always get a 2022 Prism card. Maybe after uh, the kind of the World Cup, kind of the excitement and the World Cup final has, has kind of subsided but for me, you know, I, I fall into this trap too. Of I'm looking at these prices, going, you know, what I could, I could buy that. I know it's going to go down, but but I just want to have it. You know, it's it's important to kind of, you know, what do what do you want to do with it? Are you going to buy it to hold it and be a part of a personal collection for a very very long time, or are you are you still looking to to monetize uh, buying the card now and looking for it to uh, to to go up in value? I you know, it, it's possible, but from a a sports standpoint i mean that's the pinnacle that is that was one of the greatest uh, events that i was able to witness in my lifetime so far now emiliano martinez again this is just you know kind of what happens or seems to be what's happening when when players play well and he's one of those fringe players we've talked a lot about fringe players in these episodes and we've even highlighted him before but i thought i would bring out his uh his prism from 2021 2022. Uh, this is uh, Premier League prism though. Uh, he's in his Ashton Villa kit, but this is his Scope Auto. Uh, these sold. Uh, these these sold raw August 11th for fifteen dollars and one cent. It sold November 6th for seventeen dollars and forty nine cents. And then post the World Cup final, winning the World Cup as the starting goalkeeper for Argentina. This was a fixed price. Sold for $149.99. Just unbelievable as you start to see some of the pricing uh, and, and where it ends. And again, case in point, this is another great example. Here is his 2022 National Treasures. Uh, this is just uh, out of 99. It sold November 24th, four days into the tournament, for $6.50. It just sold yesterday at the end after the World Cup for $99 at a fixed price. And then finally, the last person that I want to look at for uh, Argentina is Enzo Fernandez. I'll be honest, you know, I, I had heard the name before the tournament, but I think I'm like many people. Uh, unless you are really invested in, you know, Benfica is your team or uh, maybe River Plate is your team or you are well versed in, in, you know, the Portuguese league of soccer uh, I I did not know the quality of Enzo Fernandez at 21 and he was the winner of the young player of the tournament and does not really have a whole lot of cards. Uh, but you did have one sell. Now, tops Total uh, is, is one of those I think you, you order. I don't know too much about the product, but I, I believe you order them uh, and can order them. And they, if they have a first edition sticker, it means it's one of the first 100 printed. Uh, but he does have a few of tops Total's cards, and one actually sold for $74.20. Now, for me, not knowing too much about the product, uh, but seeing that a sale price of $74.20 takes place after the World Cup, Uh, I would say that's a, that's a pretty healthy price for tops total. Uh, And, and for Enzo Fernandez, I know that that people will be looking for cards of him to come out, but you got to think if you are Benfica, you're going to have a lot of knocks on your door uh, for the services of Enzo Fernandez. Uh, There are going to be a lot of clubs who are interested in signing him. And you have to imagine that his transfer value has gone through the roof based on this tournament. Now I don't necessarily, I don't know if he'd leave in January I, you know, I don't know his situation or if he will leave in the summer or, you know, if, if, but I I think Benfica has an opportunity to to cash in and, and, and make a lot on this transfer fee of Enzo Fernandez, but a great tournament for him. And I think that just shows you just, you know, Argentina as a whole, I, I wouldn't say they were the most talented, uh, club at the world cup or country at the world cup, uh, but they had some players that really grew into the tournament. And then I think Enzo is one of them that just kind of continually showed his quality over and over and over again uh, throughout the tournament. But let's just kind of think about, you know, or, or, or recognize what we just witnessed. I think it's important, you know, and a lot of times I don't, I don't throw, you know, screens, but I think it's important for us to recognize just really what Messi has accomplished at this World Cup. He's the most capped player at the World Cup. Now 26 different appearances at the World Cup. He has the most man of the match awards at a FIFA World Cup. He's at 11. He had five in this tournament alone. He's the first person to assist at five different World Cups. And he has the most capped captain appearances at a World Cup. And he's, gotten, he's captained Argentina 19 times at the FIFA World Cup. So incredible, incredible. And then you have to look at just his goal scoring at the FIFA World Cup. He is currently sitting at 13 total goals across all the World Cups that he's participated in. He is tied for fourth all time. It's incredible. It's incredible what he's been able to do at the World Cup and it's incredible what he's been able to accomplish at this tournament. But when I look at the all-time goal scorers at the FIFA World Cup, I can't help but move to number six on that list. Messi's tied for fourth, sixth, tied for sixth. You have Kylian Mbappe and Pele. You have, you have Mbappe at 23 years old currently, turns 24 on December 20th. But here you have a young player who is already tied for sixth all time. And a couple of the images that stick out to me—I'm a huge Mbappe fan. I do really love watching him play. I was—I was a—I was, was a basket case of emotions during this game. You know, you want it for Messi, you want it for Mbappe. You—you you can't have both. And—and and one of the—you know—the highlights are the images that will stay with me. If you're watching on the screen and on YouTube, you can see it. Uh, President Marcone. Uh Macron, I think is and and, and Emiliano Martinez comforting Mbappe, who's just sitting on the pitch. You can just see the devastation, the disappointment that Mbappe has. And and you can, you know, a hat trick in a World Cup final and you don't win. Like it's just incredible to kind of process and and start the, you know, start processing. Uh, Another image, you, you can see him walk by the World Cup trophy. He's he's holding the golden boot, you know, as the as the as the top goal scorer of the tournament. And for me, the wheels start turning. You're one of the greatest players. You're not, you're you're possibly the best player in the world right now. Mbappe, there's an argument there that you are the best player in the world. And you have now tasted the success of winning a world cup as a teenager. Now you have, have kind of the, the agony of defeat. And in my head, if I'm looking at Mbappe, I go, okay, what are you going to do with the loss? You know, you've always heard it from coaches. You can learn a lot more from losing than you can from winning. What do you learn from this? You know, where's the drive? Where's the, where, where, you, know, how, you know, are we going to see an Mbappe for the next four years just pedal to the metal? And are we going to see some amazing things out of Mbappe? More amazing than we've already seen? I don't know, but I, I feel like this is, is motivation for possibly the best player in the world. And and that is a scary thought, but you also saw some massive movements in his uh, card market sales total as well throughout the tournament. And again, I've highlighted kind of where, you know, some kind of key moments were for the tournament, you know, early, you know, late November, you saw them beat Denmark. He gets his brace. You saw him beat Poland in the round of 16 to put him in the round of eight. You saw a little spike uh, when he uh, when when they beat England, France beat England two to one. Uh, you saw a little bit more of a bump uh, against uh, in the win against Morocco, and then even in the loss, even in the loss, it shows the quality and what he was able to do because you saw a massive spike in the sales total of Mbappe cards during the, or after the Argentina game. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It didn't quite get to the polling levels, uh, but here you have some massive movements in his car prices. And I think, you know, just moving forward, you're looking at a player who is ready to dominate the landscape of football for the next decade, you know, 24 years old, he is is on the move and so I wanted to also see what were his cards doing you know what movement did we see in cards and and one of the cards I, I, I do kind of start to default to and maybe this is uh, because you know the tops Chrome PSG set they have the on card autos. And and I wanted to know kind of where those cards were do what those cards were doing post the World Cup final. So this is his Wave Refractor Auto. It's on card on these tops Chrome. It's out of fifty. It sold November twenty eighth for three thousand and fifty dollars. Uh, fast forward to December fourth, that uh, a PSA nine. So these are all PSA nines. Sold for three thousand one hundred and twenty dollars. And then December eighteenth after the final. After the hat trick and the loss, it sold for $3,600. So it was just steady movement uh, in an upward direction throughout the tournament. Uh, and and really, he played incredible. I mean, it was it was fantastic to watch him. It was a joy to watch him. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to also look at it, you know, as I'm trying to grab a couple, uh, you know, diversify the Mbappe cards as much as possible. I wanted to know, okay, if it's not early 2017, 2018 stuff, if it's not his autos, because it took so long for him to finally have autos, you know, what are some of those, you know, maybe serial numbered cards, you know, in the 2019, 2020s, what are they doing? And and this is a copper uh, PSA 9 from Topps Museum 2020. They're, they're numbered out of 99. And on July 6th, this PSA 9 did $56. And that was at auction. So that's what, you know, that's what a group of people, you know, when you're bidding, it's like, okay, the highest bid, you know, that's that's the value of the card. Now, somebody hit the fixed price. They they hit the buy now on December 18th for $169.99. So you saw a massive, you know, almost three times the amount of what it was in July yeah, for what it was going for after the World Cup final. And that's why, for me, personally, when I look at this, I go, as much as I go on and go out and buy those players, just probably like everybody else, there comes a time where you have to look at it and go, okay, is it... Is it smart for me to go get those right now? You know, after all of this, people are—you know—people p- get emotional and 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 start buying with emotion, and and so the, I think you can kind of see that, or just seeing the quality in a player and saying, you know, what I'm I'm I I believe, you know, if you're a casual or maybe you're more into it, and at 23, 24 years old, you know, sky's the limit for Mbappe. You know, knock on wood that he can stay healthy uh, for the next decade because that's always a difficult thing to do. But he is is on his way you know and 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 kind of again second world cup where he is he is putting the world on notice on just how much quality he has and then finally this is an insert from the 2017 2018 tops chrome set so this is the lightning strike just again watching those prices move in a northern direction uh, this this SGC 10 uh, these, these are all SGC 10s. This Lightning Strike rookie, uh, it's a rookie insert, if you will, uh, sold November 26th. So six days into the tournament for $81. December 11th, so a week before the final, it sold for $79.20. And then one sold after the World Cup for $125. So again, healthy increase after an event like the World Cup finals. So let's let's all wish a happy birthday to Mbappe, 24 years old on December 20th. But what the guy has accomplished at the young age of 24 is absolutely unbelievable. It's mind-boggling to me as we sit here and talk about it. He is the golden boot winner of this tournament eight goals in the 2022 World Cup in Qatar uh, that is more goals than anybody else in in the World Cup s- since 2002. Uh, Ronaldo had uh, Brazilian Ronaldo had eight in 2002 I believe uh, but nobody has had more than that since. Uh, now you have Mbappe with eight puts him at 12 total goals in two World Cups that ties him for sixth all time. He's tied with Pele which is great company to be in. And he is only the second player ever to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Uh, the only other player to do it is, is Jeff Hurst, 1966, as England defeats West Germany 4-2 to in extra time. He, get, he bagged a hat-trick in that one, uh, which is a big deal. Uh, Sir Jeff Hurst, uh, he played, I think, majority of his playing career came at West Ham. Uh, and so he's a hammer. And so he, you know, but, but to join a lo- elite company there. And then to top them all, he is the top goal scorer in World Cup final history. He has four goals in, in overall in World Cup finals. He scored one back in 2018, the hat trick here in 2022. So he is an elite company, and he is in company all his own now uh, for goals in World Cup final history, and he's still only 24. Now, people, you know, I've read a lot here over the past, you know, 18 to 24 hours of people saying, yo, he's young, he's 24, you know, the next final that he gets to, you know what, there are no guarantees. There are no guarantees, uh, you know, so enjoy it as it happens, as it plays out, but there are no guarantees that Mbappe gets back. Is France a phenomenal side? Yes, and they proved that, that you can have multiple injuries in the midfield. You can lose guys like Paul Pogba and N'Golo Conte, and you have, you know, Chukmueni, and you have Robert... And you have, you know, Kema who can come in off the bench and give you minutes. The, the future is fine. The talent pool is is deep for the French national team. Uh, and, and there is a good possibility that they can get back to a final. But there are no guarantees. And so for me, it was just enjoy it as it played out. Just enjoy the game. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the World Cup. But happy birthday to Mbappe. Happy 24th. Uh, and I and I hope that you you find that motivation because the last image that I have of the World Cup is uh, if you're listening to this, Mbappe is kind of slumped over in those chairs that the uh, the, the, the the substitutes sit in, and he's just you, you can just see the devastation, the sadness, you know, and and almost the contemplation, you know. And for me, I hope it's 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 this fuels a fire in Mbappe, and we just see him set the world are even more on fire than it, than he already has. Like he's accomplished so much at 24, you know, for me, it's the what if game now. And and I know a lot of people don't like to play that game, but like, like what, what is he going to do next? You know, it's, it's that fun, you know, enjoyment of the game where you're like, I just saw a hat trick in a world cup final. I just saw the greatest game that I've ever seen. And now I'm thinking, you know, where can we go from here? You know, what, what is next? And I think, you know, as we finish up here, as we wrap up this FIFA World Cup in Qatar 2022, I know it was a Winter World Cup. I know a lot of us were getting up at 4 or 5 in the morning to watch games. And, you know, it, it's a labor of love. But I think, you know, especially the final, it was just, it was a joy. Like, I I, I am just so thankful that I got to be a part of this world cup a little bit. You know, I, I, you know, I watched the game and and I've said it before, but I'm just so appreciative that I had people to enjoy it with, you know, that, you know, I love, I love soccer. You know, I love the game and, and I loved the game before I got into the hobby. So I am a, I'm a passionate fan. And so to be able to watch this as a fan was phenomenal. To kind of roll that into my, my second love of, of the card market, but more importantly, the card community, to share it with all of you. It was just a fantastic experience. And, and, I, and I think really I have all of you to thank. Thanks for those who were on the road to the Qatar with me, you know, in the episodes, as we talked and kind of what is going to take place and who's our predictions and who's going to win it all. I think if you go back, I did predict that Argentina was going to win the world cup, but I thank you for all the comments that you left on YouTube. I thank you for all of the, the discussions and the communication and the, you know, the, 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 the comments that you've, you've dropped in my DM on Instagram. You know, I just, I, I feel very, very blessed to, to have people who share the same passion, the same love of this beautiful game and, and that we got to to experience Qatar uh, the World Cup together. So thank you so much for that but but you know what the best thing about the World Cup is that you know I'm already seeing today FIFA rankings, right you know they're already putting and I think they put Brazil at number one you know Argentina just wins the World Cup and they put you know Brazil at the top of the FIFA rankings. I get it but there's always that what's next? What's the speculation? What's coming next? And you know what? It is pretty awesome. It is pretty incredible that we have the opportunity to look now forward. 2026. We, we kind of closed the book on the World Cup in 2022, and we open the next chapter, and that is 2026, and that is the, the FIFA World Cup in the United States, in Canada, and in Mexico. We host the 2026 FIFA World Cup, and that is going to be fantastic. We are going to move back into the summer model. We're going to have games that are in prime time, like they're going to happen in prime time here in the United States, in Canada, and in Mexico. We are going to have visitors from all over the world descend on. North America as we have an opportunity to to be a part uh, of the as we as we get to host the FIFA World Cup and, and a couple thoughts on that just before we leave you know we, we move from a, a tournament of 32 teams to 48 teams now we don't know the, the groupings yet they're still being discussed as from what I understand but we're gonna have 48 teams in the next 2026 FIFA World Cup you can see the host cities that are around you I'm already kind of eyeballing it up and going you know what Kansas City is drivable for me and my kids are going to be nine and seven perfect opportunity to, to get them into uh, into a world cup game. So I'm looking forward to that, but just the opportunity that we have in 2026, when you add teams, you can already start to probably process players that weren't in this world cup that could possibly be in the next world cup. But you know, the future is bright for us men's national team soccer, you know, getting into the round of 16 and now it being on home soil and the expectations are, are going to continue to grow. But we have a core group of young players that will be in their primes in 2026. So the, the discussions do not stop. You know, the, the, the hobby does not stop. You know, you know, the World Cup may be over, uh, but the, the soccer card community is alive and well and is, and in my opinion, one of the best parts of the hobby is is you all so thank you so much for going on the road to Qatar if you were there thanks for being a part of the Slap FC World Cup show I hope that you all had a fantastic time I had a blast and you know what I can't wait to talk more soccer whenever that may be so you guys have a fantastic day and don't forget to make it a great day catch y'all later